Boo. You think I'm a good girl? Just wait and see. I put the fun in funeral. We're bad girls. This is what we do. I'm what psychiatrists call alpha female. Eh, you shot pretty well for a boy. I'm the girl that's going to save your life. I can and I will. I can and I will. I can and I will. I'll take a bite out of you. Beware the sirens. Welcome to episode two of Sirens of Horror. I am always your mistress of darkness, Ella Evella, along with... I don't have a cool name. I just, I have Mina Macabre. I want a, a title. Uh, Mistress of Malice, Mina Macabre. Ooh, Mistress of Malice. I like that. Mm. I'll just right. call you mmm for short. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I call her mmm a lot. <laughs> We are also joined by. Wait, what's your title? I know I don't have you a, title a title. I need a title. Oh, uh, why? Why is this? Why? Because <laughs> you're the amazing, uh, oh. yeah. amazing Victorian. <sighs> Ash, Mistress, I don't know. Av, Av, as much as I can do right now. The lovely Ash Fishes. There you go. Yes, You're lovely. Wow. <laughs> uh, on today's episode, we will be covering your next. Which I was super excited for. It was one of the first ones I wanted to watch because I love this movie. Yes, tell us about it. Um, before we get into this, some spoiler warnings and, of course, always strong language ahead. Yes. <laughs> I mean, with this film, yeah, a lot of F-bombs and holy hells and <laughs> damn will come out. I don't know if damn's actually a curse word, though. It depends on who you are. Yeah. <laughs> it's me. It's just a regular word. <laughs> um, so the film You're Next covers a couple that goes to visit his family up in White Wasp area number 65. And actually, I mean, no offense to Josh's family, but this kind of reminded me of Oklahoma. The drive really reminded me of Texas, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that just like desolate we've driven through Texas there's nothing there <laughs> or a lot of stuff one of the two um, but they go to visit his family uh, full of a bunch of wasps and crazy characters and slowly they are attacked and picked off one by one which I would like to interject on that none of this would have ever happened if they'd listened to the mom in the very first scene yeah, the mom and like when they first hear a noise is like, call the cops. We're gonna There's be someone up in the house. <laughs> There's someone upstairs. Go check. And like the dad goes and checks. He's going to the closet, and then his son freaks him out. And he's like, oh god, hey, why did you do that? And then forgets about the closet completely. I mean, that could have been Crispin. Also, the main love guy interest's name is Crispin. But- yeah, that's a choice. <laughs> a bunch of interesting. Names, names in this whole entire thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Drake. Z. With, with two, two E's. E's. Yes. Oh my god. Not related to this waspy family. <laughs> no, no, no. She's the goth psycho slut. Yes. Because, <laughs> you know, you gotta have at least one goth psycho slut. It's just not a real horror movie that one goth psycho slut. See, here you have three goth psycho sluts. <laughs> but, uh, I, I'd say we're goth macabre. Psychos. Yes. <laughs> Join me. <What>? Yes. <laughs> um, so slowly the family is murdered in a whole bunch of inventive ways by a cast of three Masked men. men. Yes. Mm-hmm. Who are, we found out, are in a fox, a tiger, and a lamb. Also, like, did anybody find it interesting? It's a fox, a tiger, and then a lamb. Yeah, that was a little odd. I figured it'd be more, you know, predators only, yeah. but... <laughs> Like, do they just run out of, I mean... I mean, maybe they, you know, maybe they went to the Halloween store, like, dude, we gotta find masks to hide our identity while we kill this family. Okay, you, you know, obviously the main guy was like, I'm gonna get the the fox, because the fox is badass, and it kind of looks like a wolf, and then, you know, the other guy's like, alright, well, I'll do a tiger, because tigers are, like, predatory, and then there was, like, nothing left, and the the other guy's like, well, all that's left is a stupid fucking lamb mask, dude, what the fuck? Hey, hey, that lamb mask is super similar to the Wyatt family mask from WWE. So maybe he was just a really big wrestling fan. Maybe. Maybe he was just like, yeah, this <laughs> is was fucking this badass. 
I don't know about that one. We some Wyatt family yes. like crossover. Yes, they were out in, in the middle of nowhere. I mean, yeah, I mean, could have throw a swamp in there and you're in here. Good to go. Some some lanterns. Yes, some lanterns. So they are slowly taken out, and then we find out our main character, Aaron, the only character whose name is spelled normally. <laughs> the only normal person, really. Yeah. In the whole thing. Uh. And I so, guess the, the killers are kind of normal. They're just mercenaries. They're not... Ex-military mercenaries. Yeah, they're ex-military yeah. mercenaries, so they're just kind of like, whatever. We're just doing our... We're being paid to kill they're these not, people. We're doing our job. They're not, they're not crazy. particularly neurotic in any way. They're just doing their job. It's a bad job, but they're doing it. I like <laughs> the fact that when one of them, uh, I think it's when the father gets killed, mm-hmm. uh, he had earbuds in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, I'm sorry, were you talking to me? I don't care. So it's kind of like... <laughs> Kind of cool now. <laughs> yeah. So no fucks given. No, no fucks were given. By no these fox men. given. Because <laughs> he was the fox. Tom the fox. Um, and so the main girl Erin ends up becoming a raging badass. It's just you, Ella. If you were in a horror movie, pretty much. Well, I told you that's how I found out about this film. <laughs> is one of my friends watched it, and I, of course, always been obsessed with horror since forever so i've always been like oh if this were to happen you'd have to do this and this and this and this and this thing watch the film like survivalist skills my weird like knowledge of how to like no we can't go in the basement they could just fill it with gas and light a match what Mm -hmm. why would you even think of that yeah like the entire time we were watching this film just mina and i kept looking at ella like this is you what did i say i said something like and then like (laughs) a beat happened and she said the same thing oh yeah no you did that a lot (laughs) It's like Katniss all over again. Yeah. Shut up, Katniss. You're exactly like her. <laughs> you know, I just shoot those assholes with an arrow. Watch what's about to happen. Oh. It's fair. All right. Yeah, all right. Me. I'll go with it. I'll go with it. <laughs> um, so you find out towards the end of the film, after she has now brutally taken out two... No, she's only taken out one. She's taken out one of the killers with the meat tenderizer. Oh, yeah. Oh, to we the back had, of the head. Yeah, yeah which also just... Badass. Pulverized him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she, not only, I mean, she knocked him out, and, like, by that point, he was dead. Like, he was dead as a doornail. He was knocked out, but she did the, I love that she did the little zombie land double tap. She just got on top of him once he was on the ground and started beating the crap out of the back of his head to make sure he was really, really dead. Yeah, Yeah, you don't, you don't. You don't leave it to chance. We're not Halloweening this. We don't let Mike Myers fall to the ground and run out of the room. Don't assume they're dead. You make sure they're dead. Yes. And then the entire family just kind of looked at her like, okay, let's not mess with the crazy chick. Hey. Well, no, the only people that were in that room when it happened were Felix and Z, who you find out are actually in cahoots, I love that word, mm-hmm. uh, with these masked men to kill off the entire family and take their inheritance, mm-hmm. which uh, doesn't end too well for them, for my fin- my favorite kill in the film <laughs> is after uh, Aaron has taken out the three masked men, she is then cornered by Felix and Z. And kills Felix with, with a blender. blender. Oh my god. Death that by is blender. A beautiful scene. I should also mention if you haven't seen this movie, Felix is a son that would inherit all of the parents' money once they were dead. Yeah, it's a. Uh, the sons are Felix the youngest, Drake. Ugh. The is oldest? The, is the old, yeah, but Drake is the pill popping oldest. Yeah, but Drake's kind of an asshole in the beginning, but by like halfway through the film, Drake kind of like stepped it up. He's like, yeah. I'm gonna try. <laughs> He's like, shit, I've been shot by an arrow. I guess I gotta try. Yeah, he blacks out and wakes up all disoriented yeah. from where Aaron cleverly hit him. Yeah. Uh, hey. That's, <laughs> she's looking out. No, she's got him. Uh, she's the only one who knows what the hell is going on <laughs> and how to deal with it. There was uh, Amy, the daughter, who the of princess. course has the greatest random ass meltdown. Yeah. And the beginning. Oh, yeah. Her, there's a scene in the beginning when, uh, the Drake isn't shot by an arrow, and her all, boyfriend Turek. Yeah, Turek, her boyfriend. Okay, Does, I refuse to like his say name is his Turek. name. That's not a name. Just pretend it's like Tuvok. Just say it. Okay, I can go with Tuvok. We're gonna call him Tuvok. We're though. not gonna call him that. I'm calling him that. Has <laughs> uh, been shot in the head by an arrow, and she literally in the middle goes, "No one pays attention to me, and no one believes." Sweetheart, people are killed. Can we save the princess antics for, like, 20 minutes? She does try to redeem herself. She's like, I'm gonna run outside and go get help, and 
Well, that doesn't really but work no, out for her. Yeah, I mean, she's just like, but the whole scene is like her building herself up. She's like, I'm, I'm going to do the thing. I'm, I'm really going to do it, okay, guys? Like, do you believe me, Daddy? Like, I can do this, right? And then she like slow motion so running through the house to get to the front yeah, door. Yeah, through the house to get to the front door. Because there are arrows flying in the right. window. So you think, okay, front door. Like, that's going to be our only exit. Nope. Garot wire to the throat. Yep. Oh yeah, just just straight up guillotines herself. Yep. It was it was a beautiful shot. <laughs> and mom has a panic attack about it, which you would, yeah. Yeah. The mom, the mom's panic attack. That's the thing. It's is, really warranted. So we were talking about this earlier in the film that like all of the characters are kind of waspy, pill popping assholes, and we kind of lumped the mom in with that. But then if you actually look at it, like they kind of treat the mom like she's crazy. But the mom's really kind of—I mean, she's just a neurotic she, housewife. Yeah. Well, she yeah they mentioned she's on medication, and so they kind of treat her her worries in the beginning of the film like oh there's somebody upstairs and they're just kind of like okay crazy it's fine we checked the house you're okay mm-hmm. you're hearing things and then you know they all die so <laughs> trust the neurotic mother trust your mother <laughs> um yeah so she has a panic attack after um amy's the, death which is valid yeah you saw your daughter get crop wired yeah I would be freaking out, too. There was some good work, though, on her neck that I saw the special effects. Yeah, like, the special effects on that were really good. The special effects in, like, all of the kills were Mm -hmm. really, really good. The only special effects I didn't like was the writing on the window of their neighbors. Oh, Um, that looked, like, kind of jello? It looked kind of like jello, where they wrote your next on the, uh... Jello or paint. Like, they... Yeah. Yeah, because it was supposed to be blood, but it was clearly just, like, red paint. Yeah. yeah, it was it was a little weird. <laughs> that was, not, yeah. So the the, uh, the neighbors are also killed, so that it seems like there's yeah more at of the a very beginning motive of the movie. that's not related right. to the family. There's cannon fodder. Yeah, there was a couple. We got side boob. Yeah, <laughs> actually, God. we got whole boob. Yeah, there was a whole boob in there. Oh, yeah. Apparently, I was like it's having a lovely drink. boob. I, I feel I have to go back and watch for the boob. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we find out that. Uh, Oh, God. Mom has a panic attack, goes no, upstairs. No, 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 Who's, what's the last son's name? I'm sorry, I can't keep track of all these stupid goddamn names. Crispin. No, the youngest one. Felix. 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 Sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I can't get Crispin and Felix. Felix the cat. <laughs> uh, it's been planning this whole thing, and then they are taken out very beautifully, and throughout, I think like in the first part of the film, Crispin runs away to go get help, and then Felix gets a call, and you find out that, uh, Crispin's been in on it the whole time. Dun, dun, dun. And then he comes back and mansplains everything. Oh my gosh, he does. It's yeah, bad. he mansplains the whole thing to Aaron. Like, I I did this so we could have their money and we could go to France and maybe get engaged the whole that time. Was, that was the weirdest thing. Yeah. Like, well, and and he, his whole thing is like, <laughs> she wasn't supposed to be killed. And then of course, he has the amazing line, well, if you acted Normal. normal. Yeah, if you had acted normally, this would have gone as yeah. according to plan, and like, oh, you're really blaming this on me? Really? This is what's happening right now? Yeah, and he's like, shocked. I wasn't aware you were so good at killing people. <laughs> yes, that pot, killing people? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's terrible. And he tries to even bribe her when, you know, it's obvious that the other stuff isn't working, Paris isn't working, engagement's not working, well, you know, all those student loans that you have, maybe, you know, we could pay those off, and we can be together, or I can go to prison. No, you're not gonna go to prison, you dumbass. I'm gonna kill you. Yes, right in the neck with the knife. It was, it was beautiful. Right in the neck. (laughs) Yeah, it was, like, for being such, like, a great, really strong feminist film, I really love at the end, like, mansplaining mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just that like well you see i had to kill my whole family uh we, you just don't understand what's going on we this, were broke this this woman has been through like hell and high water has taken out more people than anyone else and he's attempting to mansplain to her why murder <laughs> yeah because you know sometimes sweetheart we're broke you're a woman I just need to kill my whole family. So we can have their money. And we'll we can go fine. to Paris. Don't you want to go to... No, no, Paris. Okay. Uh, don't you want to be a wife? 
big sparkly rock. That's what every girl wants. Come on. You're right. She should have just been like, okay, you're right. Let me go wash off the blood. And this whole time, he was inching closer to her, and she's just holding the knife in her hand. Like It's not I'm, like she was lowering the knife. She had it at her side the whole yep. time. She's just not changing the expression except for, like, the really face. Yeah. <laughs> that was such a great, like, I, that, that face was something that I think was a genuine look of, like, really? <laughs> really? Come just, on. How stupid can you be? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I would also like to point out that, like, however long they've been dating, like, a couple of years or whatever, she was afraid to mention to him that she was brought up at the survivalist camp because yeah. he's very much very passive-aggressive and well, yeah, he, he, leaves, he leaves the whole, the whole thing because he's like, I, I had to leave because I couldn't deal with the blood. Yeah, I'm so passive. I just want you to murder my family. You're Felix. Felix, you deal with all. Yeah, of yeah. And even like when they when he first sees Derek, Drake. Yeah, I was like, who Derek? <laughs> Drake, Derek, white boy, suburbia names. Um, Drake is like kind of like play hitting him, and he's like, no, stop! I'm like, you're hitting me in the face. Just <laughs> and then, so obviously he's kind of a whining bitch from like the beginning. But it's, but it's interesting to note that she doesn't tell him that she grew up till she was 15 in a survivalist compound yeah. in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> and which is amazing because I think, uh, all, let's see, her traps involved. She had boiling water. She did. That got cold later. But. Yeah. Well, I think the boiling water was put on to treat Drake's back injury. I think she was going oh, to yeah. treat the wound with boiling water. Yeah, and cauterize um, and clean and it up. And cauterize and clean it up. But it ended up being that she threw it on Felix, but it had already gotten cold, so he just kind of makes fun of her, and then she... And then he slips. And then he slips on the water, just like... <laughs> I loved that. It's not even cold. It's not even hot. Boom. <laughs> Good job. Oh, and she kicks the door into his yeah. face. Yeah. As he gets up, like, he's like, oh god, I slipped. And he gets up, and then she kicks the door in his face. Oh, <sighs> it's so good. Oh, and the, the boards. Yes. Uh, she, yeah. she hammers nails into boards, and she does two boards. She puts one slightly in view of, from, like, from the window, where if you looked in, you could see it. And then she puts another one directly underneath the window, so somebody would see the first board and be like, what a dumb bitch. <laughs> Punk. And it works. Yep. Yeah, and nail goes right through the guy's foot. And it's a window you kind of have to hop in through. It's not like he would just look yeah. over or anything, you know? And he would think, oh, there's one board. And then, of course, there's the amazing axe set up that, you know... <sighs> God, Doesn't quite brilliant. go to who is planned. Yeah, it was supposed to go to the killers, but the very last uh, death in this movie is... Well, well, first, let's explain what this booby trap that she made was. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's amazing, first of all. <laughs> she, she. Well, I don't know how to explain. She jerry-rigs uh, some twine uh, to the door frame. So pretty much what she does is she creates, uh, I forget the name of it, but it's pretty much like a seesaw effect. Right, so, so that when you loose, open the door... And she takes this axe and actually puts a brick mm-hmm. on under top it, yeah. of, on to top give it, of that it to give it an extra ump. So the idea is once you release the door, it releases the string. And then you get axed in the and face. And then you get axed directly in the face. I mean, the cop did shoot her, so technically anyone that screwed with Aaron in this entire film got murdered. Well, he shot her because... She was stabbing somebody in the neck when he. That's well, all he and saw. Was like, yeah, she like got him in the always eye. the eye looked away. Yeah, yeah she I saw the neck in and, the neck, and then she was. like... And he kind of like freaked out, like oh shit! And then just like I think he just kind of like pulled the trigger out of like. But he got her in the shoulder. Yeah, yeah. Just, like oh, he, man. I don't think he was intend like intentionally like going like. He wasn't trying to kill her. He was just trying to be like, oh shit, first yeah. stab another person. He well, no, because he was looking. I think he like looked in the window and like saw her stab. He was like, oh shit! And, like he like kind of freaked out. So like when he was holding his gun, like. He sure. pulled the trigger, and it shot her in the shoulder, and yeah. then he goes to the front door. To the front is, door. She does try to stop him. She does. She's like, she's like crawling away she's from- like, no, don't. No! And then- <laughs> Right in the face. Face. Axe to the face. Axe right in the face. Poor, poor nameless cop. Yes. <laughs> very, very sad. But I, I really think it is interesting that, like, she comes up with all these traps and everything- and, I mean, we're going to ignore the fact that Felix and Z and Chris Ben are all, in reality, very bad people. But everyone in the film kind of treats her like a loony. 
mm-hmm. as she's doing these things, but technically she's, like, saving their lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's really interesting, this idea that she, A, has not told Crispin about this, and about the fact that, like, everyone's kind of treating her like, how the hell are you knowing to do this? When in reality, like, she's just a very, very strong, very capable woman. But it also kind of, like, the way they're describing it is, like, her father took her to the middle of the outback and trained her. So it's probably a little bit of, like, trauma in there, too. Yeah. But it's interesting to see how they react to, like, a woman being the one that, like, when they first get shot at in the dining room. She's like, grab a chair, go, do this, do this, go, Yeah, she's doing, like, the army crawl under the dining room table. Yeah. Like, she's just, you know, basically telling everyone what to do, and they're all kind of like, how... Well, they don't trust her even after she's proved that they should be listening to her. They're like, oh, what do you know? Yeah. And they don't listen to her because, you know, what would a, what would a woman know about this? No, I'm going to take charge. I'm the man here. I'm going to go check on this. I'm going to leave the group. Yeah. Leave the group. Which you is never a good idea. That. Just don't. <laughs> no. Stick together. Yeah. Always go out in pairs. Know where your pair is going and have a timetable. That way, if one person doesn't come back, you also notice now suspect that person. And you're like, oh, why haven't they just called for help, right? No, mm-hmm. but I guess uh, that's answered. It says a, a jammer that Felix yeah. has bought, mm-hmm. so he, no signal can get in or out. Which you really should have been obvious, because, like, He's when the one who says it, yeah. Yeah, it's like, our phones are jammed. He's like, you can buy one on the internet for 30 yeah, bucks. Yeah, it's a signal what? jammer. They probably have one of those. They probably bought on the internet, and you're just kind of like, it would have just been like if he's like, you really easy. You could buy it on the internet. www.signaljammer.com. It comes ass. in one to two weeks with free shipping. Right? Just advertise that you're. In this on is this. you. Yeah. Can we can we analyze the interesting psycho slut scene? Oh yeah. Z tries oh, to yeah. screw uh, Felix. Felix. On the bed where his dead mother is. Mm-hmm. And she says, you don't do anything interesting when he doesn't want to do that. And he's like, uh, hello. <laughs> uh, killing my whole family, sweetheart. Right? But yeah, I, and she's kind of like the only one that, A, would have, like, was supposed to survive, too. Other than Aaron. Um, mm-hmm. According to Crispin. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's kind of interesting, like, the women are either real waspy Badass survivalist or psycho. <laughs> like, straight up psycho. Yeah. And I, then also after that scene, she just kind of, like, he leaves and she, like, looks she, at the dead mom, picks up, like, a necklace. No, it's a, a ring. A ring. Picks up a ring off of the dead hand of mom, lays down and just puts it on her finger. And kind of like, like a thing, slightly spooning yeah, the dead mom. Yeah, like spooning dead mom. And she looks at, like, looks at her, like, Hmm. It's kind of pretty, like, oh my god. She's kind of fucking crazy. <laughs> like, <clears throat> I get it, she's kind of hot, but... But knife straight into the top of the noggin is the way that she goes. Yeah. Like yeah. glorious, like, blood. It was very nice. Yep. Like, blood fire. down the hair. It was very nice. I mean, like, her death, I was kind of like, yes. <laughs> so the original weapons that they were using were, like... The machete, the crossbow, the axe, mm-hmm. right? And then, yeah. so, but what are all the murder weapons that were used? Because okay. there was also Aaron's multiple. <laughs> uh, blender, which is still oh, the, just going. The wire. Um, yeah, the garot mm-hmm. wire. Garot wire. Um, <laughs> the meat pulverizer took out two of them. Mm. No, 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 she took out the tiger with a log. <laughs> That's oh, that's right. right. She took out the tiger with a log. She also was just stabbed th- somebody with a, a, a ice pick. No, not an ice pick. A screwdriver. Oh, I thought it was an ice pick. No, no she, she stabs stabbed in the back of the screwdriver. You're right. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. kitchen knives. She stabs one in the arm with a kitchen knife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just anything she could find. Yeah, and that's that's what kind of makes that part cool. Is like, you know, I always like you guys have seen me make jokes about like. Well, I could kill you with this and this and this and this in my room. And I feel like somebody was like this, like, did that. They went to their kitchen. They're like, what would be an interesting way to murder somebody? <laughs> blender. I mean, let's break the glass off of this blender. I mean, like, Stick the sharpened bits into someone's skull and plug it in. 
So that's the thing is I've seen blunders used in a lot of movies. But just to bash somebody in the head. Well, no, or normally it's like hands. Yeah, oh. like they put the hand in and they the turn hand. it out and pulverize the hand. In, uh, the last house on the left. Mm-hmm. I thought they, it was always like a dish, uh, like a garbage disposal. garbage disposal. They do that too a lot. Mm-hmm. But I've I've definitely seen blunders used quite a few times in movies. But normally it's a hand. Mm. That is the first time I've ever seen blender to head contact. Anyone for a brain smoothie? Mm. It's full of protein. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah. I mean, talk about talk about brain food. Oh God. <laughs> I'm not involved in this. Ouch. I tap. I, I really, I'm trying to come up with some kind of matter joke. I don't, nothing coming to mind. Oh God. <laughs> Save me. Someone save me. Um, oh, gee. <laughs> what else? I'm trying to think. Like there, the, ha- there were other weapons. Let's there see. had to be. Log, machete, axe, screwdrivers, because Felix yeah. stabs his brother, like, multiple times with, like, not even oh, just screwdrivers. A saw. He stabs him with a saw, too. Yeah, he stabs him with a saw, and then just, like, Felix why won't you die? Drake. Yeah, Felix stabs Drake. With a saw, and they're just like, why won't you die? And is literally picking up every fucking tool on the that table list. and just, din, 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 like, so stabbing many. his brother to, like, literally death. A little toolbox of murder. <laughs> and, like, keep in mind, this guy's already been run through with an arrow into his back. Yeah. He's also been, like, had... And he's viked out of his mind. He's viked out of his mind. He pulled the arrow out of his body himself. He yep. did. After hitting it on the garrot wire. Ooh, ow. And then he promptly passed out. Valid. Yeah. I would have. Yeah. yeah. I probably would have passed out as soon as the arrow went in my back. <laughs> he he stick he stuck around for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you thought he was a goner pretty early on, but he comes back with a vengeance. He does. Oh god. I mean, but he, I just... he even uh, helps to take out one of the the guys. Cause <laughs> one of the well it's when she's in the um basement. Mm-hmm. And the door opens, he ends up coming by and hits them, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Had an arrow shoved, like, put in his back, hit, taken out, and still managed to hit somebody. Good on you. Drake, you did good until your very unfortunate demise by a toolbox of toys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, no. So, yeah, I think there's way too many murder weapons to count in this. <laughs> I'm still convinced we're, like, missing one. They're probably. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, somebody gets a nail through the foot. It's not um, like death. But, no, but it yeah. is a weapon that's used. It is yeah. a weapon. Yeah. Oh, there's a meat cleaver that doesn't get used as a weapon, but it is seen. It is seen. He well, the only thing he chops up is the garage wire. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna go run for help. Okay. Uh huh. Sure. He just is a pacifist and can't handle. It's cold outside. Can I come back in now, Felix? Oh my god! Seriously, and I love the fact that. Like, there's a really good idea of, like, the dichotomy of, like, in the very beginning, they're this very cute couple. They're very loving. They're very sweet. Like, there's a scene at the dinner table. They're just absolutely adorable. And then by the end of it, it's literally strong, powerful, take-no-shits woman. And goddamn Peter Pettigrew-style bitch of a man. <laughs> Spineless, wormed everything. I think it's interesting that they're so cute and cuddly in the very beginning, and then when uh, after she has killed him, and the cop shoots her in the shoulder, she lands on his body. And she's like, passed out a little bit, cuddled up on him, kind of, before she's able to crawl over to the front door to try to stop the cop from being murdered by her booby trap. Yeah. But she lands kind of cuddled up on that, and it's an interesting little bookend that I noticed. Yeah, that Hmm. is kind of interesting, but... It's definitely interesting to kind of see this, like, who are the people you're with? Mm-hmm. And who are they really? Hmm. I mean, I don't think Chris... Well, no, I'm... <laughs> I'm not saying, hmm, because of that. I'm just saying, like, yeah, that's an interesting concept if you look at the, if you look at the movie in that way. Yeah. I mean, Chris took you out to Italy, so I think you're safe on being murdered. Ireland. Did you go? Oh, you went to Spain. Yeah, Ireland and Spain. Sorry. <laughs> Other yeah. side of Europe. You yeah. went to Italy. I did go to Italy. Maybe what? I grew up in a survivalist compound. Maybe <gasps> you just don't know. 
We're not pacifists, you can tell us. I don't know. Maybe they're not really my parents. (laughs) Ooh, the plot begins. They're your parents. Yeah, I look just like them. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you are your mother and your father weirdly mashed up. It makes sense with you, but your parents are so different looking. But you have features of both of them. I just, I'm going to put this out there for the people listening, that uh, my parents look like the parents from Brave, the Disney they Pixar really movie. They do. Like uh, <laughs> Eleanor and Fergus, they, they look like that. That is exactly what they look like. And she's pretty much married. I just so. don't have the real curly red hair, it's just red. <laughs> but yeah, your parents are weird. But also, yeah. I mean, your mom, I could see you maybe teaching you how to like shoot a gun or punch someone in the face. Well, she's a, she's a black belt, she had me in in that for a while I just was not yeah see maybe I am maybe I'm just real good at hiding it I'm just a badass secretly Mm-mm. no no she's Ellie yeah. Bell is a badass <laughs> but it's not a secret <laughs> yeah what's what's your favorite phrase whenever you get into trouble what would Pam do yep which <laughs> was lovely encountered when a my an old roommate of mine cornered you in a bathroom and you grabbed a trash can. Well, you know, it's the only thing in there that was hefty enough to bash somebody with. But see, that's the thing, is people think women are so, like... Meek. Meek. But then again, okay, you guys are walking to your car in a parking structure at night. What's the first thing you do? Hold your keys keys between your fists. Yeah, hold your keys out. See, women are trained to use weapons. Sadly, but I mean, it's also good. <laughs> the reason why is no good, but at least we have the, we have some training. We have some knowledge. Yeah, about what either to do. hold your keys out or have your like hydro flask like right by oh, yeah. you, like, oh, boom, like oh, yeah, knock you your assailant out. Listen to this fucker. He could knock somebody yeah. out cold with that. It's a little intimidated by that right now. You like it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um. But I think it's interesting that, like, you know, she immediately boils water and does this and grabs, like, immediately goes for the knives and everything. But I think, like, it's not just the fact that she's, like, a survivalist, but that is definitely a very, like, uh, not innocent, like, view of the world female fact now about the modern days. I I also want to know on what you're saying is that Crispin his name Crispin <laughs> does mention when she starts going into this go mode of I'm gonna make everything better I'm gonna I'm gonna take charge and fix this I know what to do he goes I've never seen you act like this oh yeah 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 so it's like she does she just tries really hard to hide how much of a raging badass she mm-hmm. is because she feels like it'll intimidate him maybe or that he's so much of a pacifist that it you know he wouldn't like her oh and, the phrase like you're too intimidating for me has been used a lot in the men I've dated. I'm apparently terrifying. I mean, valid, but yeah, it's definitely the, this view. If you are a strong, capable woman, then you are kind of to be compared. Like my strength and how strong I am is an attack on yours. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. For a woman to be strong in today's age, you have to kind of hide it in order to not offend or not set people on edge. And it's always seen as a competition if you Mm -hmm. admit that you're strong. They're like, well, that makes me seem weak. You need to to meek yourself down to make me feel like more of a man. But at the end, like, her strength is what would have saved some people. Mm -hmm, If they just listened to her. Right. Well, well, that I'm also, like, you know, not been killers or paying the killers yeah so the the you know moral is listen to your mom when she says there's a killer in your house the moral is and then listen to your girlfriend because she's a badass bitch and she's taking care of business the 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 moral taking care of business every day i've had one point we're gonna break down the song and like everything but only like 10 seconds of it for yeah copyright purposes purposes. (laughs) um but yeah it's really interesting the fact that like the two women are really the ones that first try and stop it and then take care of it. I don't know if the mom takes care of it. No, I was saying the mom tried to stop it. She does try to stop it. So I'm saying the mom tried to stop everything logically and then Aaron's the one that's like, all right, we're in this situation. Time to do this. Um, <laughs> one of the other interesting things I found out was the trivia was the entire thing was shot uh, handheld. 
Because mm. you were saying when there's the first scene where they're being attacked in the dining room, it felt really, yeah. really shaky and you weren't a huge fan of it. it. Well, it wasn't that. It was after they'd gotten attacked and they were all just, like, arguing over the whole fact of, like, after he'd gotten stabbed when Amy has her little freak out of, no one believes in me, meh. It was all just very shaky, like, and I'm just like, okay, this is making me kind of motion sick. I don't like this. This is weird. So that makes sense. They're using, like, a handheld camera. I think it was a good choice, though, to kind of amp up the suspense of the mm-hmm. moment because there are people dying around them and they have to try to figure out where to go and you're yeah, they, looking they, around like they would be looking around and they're kind of swiveling the camera yeah. a lot. To they give did you that, that very well. Um, like, honestly, besides, like, the fight scenes, I wouldn't have been able to really tell it was handheld. It's very impressive to whoever that DP was. Mm-hmm. You might have had a... What are those? A steady rig. Yeah. Mm, that's the one. Yeah. I think... Uh, Actually, one of my favorite shots was after um, Aaron kills the guy with the axe. Like, the, the one of the guys with the axe is, it just, it's the shot of her through the window, and she's just holding oh, the axe, just yeah. staring God. outside when the window. When she takes the guy down with the, the knife through the eye, through the head. That's right, because yeah. gra- he drops his axe, and then she just kind of... I, I really, my favorite was... So smart. Uh, the fox where it was the flashing of the camera. Oh, yeah. And she actually, like, cracked the mask in half. Mm-hmm. And there was, like, this cracked white mask with, like, this bloody face above it and, like, blood splatter. And it, like, flashed on the mask and then it flashed on, like, her blood-coated face. And also what I kind of, like, I just thought about with this, mm-hmm. today with Erin, is anytime she kills someone, she's not, like, okay, next to this, she kind of does that, like... <sighs> Yeah, she didn't want to kill these people. Like, she looks, obviously, like how you would feel coming down from that adrenaline high. Mm-hmm. And I really mm-hmm. like the fact that she did that. They didn't make her into Rambo. Yeah, they didn't make her indestructible. She was visibly shaken every time. Mm-hmm. And I like that, because I feel like if she were to not be visibly shaken, you wouldn't care You'd be like, so oh, much she's about just her. a badass. It'd be yeah. like all of the male... Uh, you get all these male movies where there's just one strong guy who's just like, yeah, taking care of it, going to do hard it. hard and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, and they're just, okay, next, what do I do next? Where she's kind of has to take a moment to steady herself because she murdered somebody. Yeah, and even though <laughs> she's trained in it, like, you can tell it, like, upsets her. And she's mm-hmm. got to, like, come down, and then she kind of, like, takes that moment. She's like, okay, next thing. Got to okay. keep going, got to keep going. I, and she doesn't really seek anyone out she just kind of she was only the camera thing that she lures someone in but he also knew he followed her into the basement yeah mm-hmm. and she was she bashed out all of the lights in the basement with oh with, that was so with cool. a brick no same log is it the log yeah one it was log. log yeah one log in that entire basement thing and she takes and she that sets off. her camera up on uh, with a flash so the lights are completely out in the basement and sets up a camera to continuously take pictures with flash so the guy will think that she's taking these pictures and go to where that flash is happening and she Dumb comes ass. up behind him with the log and boom sorry that's going to be really loud <laughs> that's fine <laughs> like it's so like the the way she takes out people the first time when I kind of started watching this and she started doing certain things, I was like, oh, no, are we going to get into, like, Home Alone territory? <laughs> and uh, the, the axe rigged up above the front door is a little Home alone I love it. I do, too, but it is a little Home Alone-esque. But what would you do? Yeah, I mean, it's as much as you want to say, oh, it's because she grew up in a survivalist compound. Like, anybody who was able to keep their head in a situation like this, I feel like, would come up with some kind of booby trap. Like, she just knows which ones to use. Yeah, and that's the thing is, like, you go into anyone's, like, kitchen cabinet. Like, my favorite thing that I always say, like, in, like, any type of, like, horror film or any type of things like that, if you have a can of hairspray and a lighter, woohoo, flamethrower. <laughs> Insta flamethrower. And it works. But if you just, if you watch enough action or horror films, I'm sure, like, I could go around my house right now and, I mean, if we ignore my massive stockpile of, like, swords and knives (laughs) and, we're gonna take the things that are obviously weapons off the table. Why are they on the table? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I thought the mic would look nicer surrounded by knives. Yes, nice and shiny. (laughs) Yes. But... You feel like you learn enough about, like, what what goes boom and what... <laughs> what goes boom, what goes stabby stabby. Yeah. 
I think it stabs down. But I will admit, the meat tenderizer, I keep coming <sighs> mm. back to it. But I love it because it's not a knife. It's not something that you see. Ever. Yeah, and it wouldn't be the first thing that would pop into my head as, like, oh, I'll use this as a weapon. Like, yeah. Yeah. if it was the only thing on the counter, yeah, but I wouldn't just go, oh, a meat tenderizer, that'll do. Yeah, but I like <laughs> it because it's not a, um, you wouldn't call it an offensive weapon. It's not a knife, it's not something you can, like, stab at, and you going back to the idea that she doesn't ever seek she, anyone out. She doesn't. She's trying to get away. She's never trying to kill anybody. She only kills someone when she has to, mm-hmm. or in the example of Crispin, because he's probably gonna murder her i don't know he probably, I, I don't I know if he think, could do it but i think at that point when crispin laid that all on her she's like i haven't wanted to kill anyone this entire night till you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you done fucked up <laughs> no i think she also kind of wanted to kill z i think so sorry anyone ever comes up being like z with two, with two e's, e's. Kind of want to stab you a little. <laughs> kind of want to stab you a little. Maybe you're a good person and I'll get over that stabby feeling. But on first meeting... I don't know. how. I don't know. They obviously knew Z beforehand or knew of her. Maybe they knew her a little bit. <laughs> no, I think it was their entire... It was her first time meeting the whole family. Yeah. Yeah, okay. They just knew of. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. She didn't even care. <laughs> They're like, oh, you must be Z. And she just puffs on her cigarette. Like, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry, it's a type of person I'm wants... about to kill your whole family, so, you know, I don't really have to say hi to you. You'll right. be dead by the morning. Dead by dawn, dead by dawn. <laughs> Good uh, night, Wesley. Good night. Most likely to kill you in, in the morning. morning. <laughs> Good night, boyfriend's family. Most likely to be dead by dawn. What? Nothing. Oh, nothing. <laughs> what are we having for dinner? <laughs> White people food. Yeah. I don't know. Why... I just, a random thought just popped into my head. Why do you why do you think that the mom sent out Aaron to go get milk? What was that about? That was It was a little weird. It didn't seem to fit. Like I know they were just touching yeah. back into the neighbor being dead and like remind you that he's there and Yeah, cuz she was like cuz Aaron goes in the kitchen and just like, "Hey, is there anything I can do to help?" like cuz she's washing dishes. She's like, "I'd love to help you wash dishes. Maybe we could kind of bond a little cuz I've never met you." And the mom's like, "No. Wait, actually, we don't have milk." But it's and it's not even like Oh, you know, you could go go to the store and get it's milk. A like manic. She goes, "We don't have milk." You know what you could do is you could go to the neighbor's house and get milk. Ask him for milk. I yeah. think they're trying to set up the mom as being a little unhinged. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I mean, why did why go to the neighbor? Why not take the car like, and go to the store and well, get obviously milk? Obviously, there's not like a store nearby. Kind of yeah, they're like, far enough away from from civilization. I feel like you'd, it'd be maybe a thirty minute drive into town or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. So there's probably not even a corner store nearby, or they would have run to it instead of the neighbor's house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that was a scene that maybe was written with a different plot line in mind. Can we can we also bring up though the fact that one of the weapons kind of it wasn't necessarily a weapon against a person, but a weapon against a window was a person twice. Twice they used a body to break a window. Just hers. Yeah. Was it it was Amy's body? Kelly. Kelly, the No, it was, it was Drake's Amy's body. body. No. No, Amy's body once they Oh, she Amy? was the one with the Yeah, yes. once no, she's no. once she's Kelly's Garage. body is yeah. Kelly thrown gets... into the window to break through so that the uh, masked gets... killer can go inside. Kelly got smashed into four or three pieces of glass. She got uh punched through the neighbor's window. Yep, right in the face. Through the glass table, and then back into another window when she was dead. And she, like, crawled over the glass trying yeah, to get away. Yeah, to get away she from the killer, yeah. motivated trying to get away. I'm just saying. And there wasn't a lot of blood on the glass on the ground. I feel like there should have been a little, but, you know. You know, it was... Did you see the outfit? She had this, like, popped, ruffly <sighs> collared thing. Yes. Pencil, tweed pencil skirt. Yeah, that girl. That girl's got like the constitution of like. Yeah, but if it's fight or flight, bowl. you're gonna fight a little harder. I I feel. I don't know. Maybe a bowl. It's <laughs> a tiny little bowl. Yeah, and she yeah. got axed right in the face. Yeah. Also. <laughs> That one was And then, speaking of that scene, what I did like, which I found was kind of funny, was after the lamb, who was the one that killed her, 
after he acts her to the face, he literally walks over the body to the couch and sits down next to the dead neighbor and just casually looks at the body. I thought he kind of did, like, you know how Daisy, you you guys will either, this might be the first time we've actually mentioned Daisy. No. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, no, I mean, in a pod, you mentioned her in Zero, but. Oh, yeah, so in an actual podcast, Daisy is my dog. You will hear about her a lot. They are currently petting her. She just gets brought up because she's amazing. And yes, we're talking about you. You know how sometimes when you do something weird or like you walk through the door, Daisy does the head tilt? I think that's just a dog thing, but he did, it was very animalistic. Because, yeah, kind he of did kind of tilt head. the head yeah, after he, he sat on the like, couch. Hmm. Did, did you guys notice the way he was killing her too when she's got he's got her on the ground mm-hmm. um and she's laying face up and he squares off like he's about to do like play some croquet and oh, axes her right golf. in the face yeah mm-hmm. golf too but i mean just the way yeah. he he squares up on her shoulders and then gets ready and kind of yep. swings back also i find it interesting <laughs> that they kind of they gave like weird backstory to the killers like, not enough to actually give them, like, personalities, but they were randomly like, that's my brother, so I'm upset, and I knew you served together, but I didn't know, and it was just kind of like, okay. okay. <laughs> like, cool, so your brother's okay, you're a little bit more upset now, you served in the military, we, you're mask murderers! I don't like it, like, I hate it when they do that, like, this is going to be a mass murderer thing. Well, this is why we're doing it. And this is some weird tidbits. I'm like, no. Well, are going with the mass murderer look. Don't speak. Don't talk. Tilt your head. Be creepy. I feel like if they were going to do something like that, like a, you know, backstory behind the mass murderers, like you could do it something like they do and scream as to why he's doing it, but do that at the beginning of the movie. Something like Scream 2 or something where they're like, this is why he kills, you know, or like Jason and all of that. Like they tell you within the story. I don't you know. Are... I think I prefer like a strangers thing. But I'm where saying you don't find out. It's just because. <laughs> but I'm well, saying yeah. you go one of the two ways. They kind of yeah. like this weird middle of the road where okay, you're hired killers. That's great, but now we yeah, it was like lost... fifteen twenty minutes. In almost to the end of the movie, and it was like, oh, now we're getting a backstory of the killers? Like, what? Yeah, and it's not like you're, it's a creepy backstory, or it's a backstory that, like... It's relevant Oh, at all. you <laughs> yeah. actually know our family, or I know you from this CD club, because actually I'm involved in something weird and dark. No, just... And you also, they're just like, we're gonna give you information on them, but we're gonna have no idea how you found these people, or why also... Why this family is, why these marine, or marine mercenary, ex-military people have agreed to kill your entire family and have not been paid. For money. Well, they, I, they, I think he already paid them some money, but he was saying he was going to give them more. No, they're not going to get a cent if I die. You won't get a single cent. Oh, God. Because, yeah, yeah, he's like, you'll get everything when I get my inheritance. Mm -hmm. But if you kill me, you're not getting anything. Mm. What kind of mercenaries? these guys i'm sorry if i was a mercenary and i was being paid to kill somebody i wouldn't kill them until i was at least paid some of that money i mean at least do it like an artist's commission 50 up front 50 at the end of the job come on guys yeah like you've just literally killed people i think it kind of it, it brings up that incompetence that felix has where this family is not it's so you know you can imagine if it was actually a real family that doesn't have any kind of history of something like that trying to off their family, they would probably do it in a way that doesn't make a lot of sense. They'd be like, oh, I have to just go find some hired mercenaries to go kill my family and they're going to be incompetent about it because we're not these people. Like, he was very incompetent. Mm-hmm. He just did a really bad job of it. Yeah, like, I, I consider a, a Polly's film a little bit more of a thriller than of a horror, but uh, I feel like the first, like, two acts of it are decently creepy. Like, you get all those, like, really creepy shots with, like, when they have the masks on and everything. And then the third act is just, like, you're right. It feels a little incompetent. Yeah. <laughs> like, I... Aaron is still a raging badass, but, like, all the other characters just kind of become dumb. 
Well, that could also be a tribute of they're they're showcasing that she's badass, and they're kind of all tripping over themselves <laughs> to be like, "What happened? She's not supposed to do this. She's supposed to act normally like mm-hmm. a weak woman would." And they're Hide like, the "What do I do?" <laughs> so, I mean, it's a really big, obvious flip that they do to make the killers then kind of suck at their jobs because yeah. they're not. They don't know how to handle someone fighting back, which yeah. you would think ex-military people would, but... Yeah. She's also, you know, raised survival compound. She's raised She's amazing. Anyway. <laughs> uh, I was thinking also about the, of course, the Bechdel test. Mm-hmm. Thing. I think there's only about... The milk scene. <laughs> well, no, I'm talking about... There's only about women talking about men, like, in a romantic setting, or in, like, that kind of setting. Mm-hmm. Well, in a conversation that just, it has, that revolves around, around a man. I think there's only, like, one romantic discussion, and then everything else you, the Bechdel test, I feel like, gets a little weird in this film, because it's no longer, there's no romance, and there's no hierarchy anymore. So it's not like two women have a conversation about, oh, um, Adam. We I like Adam in this. Now it's a conversation between two women about like, okay, Adam has a knife in his leg. We need to get the knife out of Adam's leg. Where it kind of takes away that Bechdel test from like comedy and drama mm-hmm. into that horror and action place. Yeah, I, there's not a lot of opportunity for conversations. Most things are very short snippets of go do this, go do that. We have Z talking with Aaron about the boards, and that has nothing to do with a man, so there are a few scenes. They're both named characters talking about preventing yeah. home yeah. invasion. Well, that and I, when they're building the board, she does mention, like, where did you learn all this stuff? And mm-hmm. then she's like, oh, I was in a survivalist camp. Does uh, Crispin know? Nope. So he's mentioned, but the conversation isn't it's necessarily no, about, about him. Crispin. It's about how the fuck does she know how to do all this shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I would say the Bechtel test, I feel like in this one, kind of doesn't actually quite work. It does. There are, there are still scenes that are had where there's enough conversation that it is two women who are both named, who are having a conversation-esque, that doesn't revolve around a man. Yeah. So it does pass. Yeah. I mean, for as much dialogue as you really have in this movie. I don't think this is a very long script. Um, Alright, well then, let's go over to our ratings. As we've said before, we give it a 1 to 5. 5 being the almighty, glorious... Epitome of great horror with great feminine role models. And Mm -hmm. great effects and amazing shots. Uh, Let's start off being awful. (laughs) <laughs> one being oh oh how can I think of something just absolutely terrible uh come on go through the encyclopedia of, uh, the encyclopedia of bad bad films oh god I watched one recently uh monster I believe it's called it was weird <laughs> they were being hunted by something then it was military then there were zombies Sure. What about the village? Hey, I love the effects in the village. I loved the village up until the last, like, five minutes. What do you you mean? She just, she ran away and was never seen again. That was the end of the village. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. That's what we're sticking with. That's what I'm sticking with. So, uh, (laughs) Mina. My rating. Um, I actually thought this was a pretty badass movie. I'm Mm -hmm. gonna probably go with a four. Ooh. And the only points I'm docking for it um, are a little bit for the, the incompetence and a little bit for that cheesy-ass blood in the beginning. <laughs> that was just... It was bad. I'm sorry, whoever did that. It, that part was bad. <laughs> the rest was great. The effects were great, but that part was bad. <laughs> what about you, Ash? Um, I think I'm going to agree with you on that one. Yeah. Um, I absolutely... Other than, like the first kind of, like, shaky, weird scene of fighting Family Feud. Um. <laughs> family Feud horror edition. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Um. God. I really liked the shots. And especially the kind of, like, the lingering shots of, uh, of Aaron were really cool. Um. 
all of the blood and, like, all of the death scenes were done very well with the special effects. Um, the makeup was done very well, too. Like, when Aaron crashes through the window, you see all of the cuts and stuff on her face from crashing through a window. She gets stabbed in the leg by a piece of glass. Um, oh, the scene where she has to pull that out yeah. is amazing. Mm-hmm. With her shining her flashlight in the wilderness, yeah. pulling out this piece of glass covered yeah. in her own blood. Oh, it was beautiful. Yeah, so like I, I'm going to give it a four. A four? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, and Ella. I think this is going to be one of the very, very few times oh. that I rate higher than you guys. I'm going to give it a four and a half. <laughs> can't. I, it's not a five. Why? Um... I just, the way she dealt with things, the, it's really easy, I think, to be a strong woman in horror, and I feel like very few women pull off a strong human Mm. in horror films, Mm. where it's not just she's a woman, she's a human being, and uh, she did that beautifully. I love the family drama. I love the Crispin angle at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, even though he turned out to be like the world's biggest scumbag, you did not see it. You did not see it coming. With, you know, the other characters, you're like, all right. You almost felt a little bad for him. Yeah, you you had pity. And for it being an absolute mess of characters, like, even goddamn bitchy Amy, why, 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 why nobody love me, daddy, pay attention to me, you still kind of felt for her when she died. Mm. No. I didn't. <laughs> wow, for once I'm the nice one. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna give it a 4.5, and also, god, okay, yeah, the, the, I can let go of the jello blood effects. Every other shot of blood was beautiful. Yeah. That blood coming out of the foot. Oh, When yeah. it steps on the nail, like, be still my beating heart. Like, would that it have was gorgeous. Come, would it have come through the shoe that much, though? I feel oh, like, yeah. Yeah. It? He, but, like, because he went right. Well, I know right, bleed a lot, but. Well, no, was, he literally went. It went through the it shoe. It went through his shoe because he literally went right on top but of it. Because I also think he was kicking it. So you're going to get so much blood. Oh, yeah, because he was trying to kick it off. He was like, no, it's not coming up. Incompetent okay. fucking people. <laughs> just... I, honestly, I think that scene was pretty hard for me to watch. Not because of blood, because I don't care about blood, guts, and gore. I just anything with feet. After being a ballerina, anything with feet, I'm like, nah, my feet start to hurt and just See, for me, tingle. I just like sit there and stare at it, and I'm like, ever had a toenail fall off? Oh god, they're both just looking at me so terrified. I that's I don't even know how to answer that. Yeah, yeah anything um, with feet. I was like, yeah. Um, no, but those but, blood shots were beautiful. Yes, they were absolutely gorgeous. Like yeah. every single shot of blood was just so well done. Like, give me a recipe, guys. <laughs> um, it the, wasn't just your average corn syrup and food coloring. Uses food coloring. What did we use for seduction? Oh, I use um, icing coloring. Oh, is that what we used? Mm-hmm. Oh, you food get, coloring, icing coloring. It's a. It doesn't come out as like droppy. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, good to know. Fun fact for you guys. Fun fact. And maybe to and it tastes a little better, I guess. Right in time for Halloween, make your own blood. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Actually, that'd be really fun. Maybe on our next episode, we'll talk about a little tidbit on how to make some yummy blood. Mm, yes, <laughs> I have blood you can put in your mouth. <laughs> uh, actually, speaking Don't of... Don't buy the blood from Walmart. Apparently it's got urine inside of it. Oh, oh God, yeah, we found that out. Oh, yeah. uh, speaking of which, since the last time we talked to you guys, I guess we have not brought this up. We've been so wrapped up in this. We filmed a short movie. Yes, yes we did. And that will be coming out on All Hallows Eve. Yes. Look out for that uh, October 31st. Is it going up on... Our page. It's on... going to go up on our page, uh, Vimeo, and YouTube. Yes. And it's called Seduction, and it actually stars the three of us. Mm-hmm. What stars? And it also stars an amazing... You. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a... It's, in a bit, I guess. It stars Ella. We are, we are in it. But it's... Yeah, she said, well, no, she said the three of us. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm just bigger. She's the alpha. I'm the alpha. I'm the omega. <laughs> um, but we will 
let you know more about that as it progresses, but let's... Tune what are we? Yeah, definitely come tune in and watch it with us. Let tune us in. Feel. Yeah. Tune in. Turn out. Turn up. Turn out. <laughs> Sorry, right. I do not remember. Switch off. Song. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but for next week, Mina, what are we doing next week? Next week, we decided we are going to be doing teeth. Chomp chomp. With uh, everything that's going on in our current political climate, we figured if we're going to be doing this podcast in a feminist view. We kind of got to deal with this shit. We do, yeah. And um, not just with my regular intake of whiskey on the rocks. <laughs> so, if you've seen Teeth, if you want to watch it beforehand... Um, it is currently in. on Netflix. It is, yes. Right. We specifically picked ones that are on Netflix so that most of the viewership hopefully can watch it yeah. with us um, and then hear what we have to say about it. Uh, please check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter... Uh, we have our email of sirensofhorror at gmail. Um, if you can figure out a way to send us carrier pigeon, crows, or owls, um, I will accept all three. <laughs> you may not get any of them back, though. She'll keep them as pets. Yes. Yeah, I feel like, I feel more like I familiars, was... not that she's going to murder them. Yeah, I said that, and I was like, oh, I should probably be very clear. Yes, they will, to... be, they will be her familiars. You yes. will have to share some of them with us, though. Yes. If I get a raven, though, that's mine. Okay, yeah, you can keep the raven. I'll take the owl. That's I'll fine. take the cat. We're good. Okay. Okay. So somebody's going to send us a cat with a little message on it. It's just going to have a little bell, like the necklace that has like a little letter carrier in it. Oh. Right? Yeah. I think that's how you send a cat. That works. See? It better be a black cat. Yeah. Come on. Get with it, people. (laughs) Um, So we will see you next week. Mm -hmm. And as always. Good. Bad. We're the girls with the mic. See y'all next week. Bye. Have a good night.